Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. Let's create your dream life while living your dream life. Okay, love? Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read live on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching, or you can get it delivered each week to your inbox when you sign up for my email list. You can do that in the show notes, or you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. This episode is brought to you by my online course, Inner Compass The Course. Inner Compass The Course is a step-by-step guide that will show you exactly how to go after your dreams in a way that is sustainable, efficient, and enjoyable. This is the tried and true methodology that I use with all of my clients to create their dream lives, while of course living their dream lives. So if you're interested in becoming your own North Star, head to wholehearted-coaching.com slash inner compass. So I just want to let you all know that I will be taking a short break, maybe two or three weeks. I'm not sure, but I definitely know that I need to reset and recenter. And I may come in here with some guided meditations. I'm not sure yet, but I know that I need a little break. And let me tell you, I'm very torn because I just love talking with you, having these conversations with you. And yes, they feel like conversations. So I really want to let you know how much I love having this time with you and how much I love being in community with you. But let me tell you, I need a break from everything. So, so I will be back. I won't be gone for too long. Um, but just know that definitely next week there will not be a new episode. So I'm really excited to talk about this week's mindset Monday because it is something that really shifted so much for me. You know, I'm a recovering perfectionist and I've talked about that a lot on this podcast. And I think something that perfectionists really struggle with is the fear of failure. And once I was able to reframe my relationship with failure, everything shifted. I was able to do things that I'd been delaying for so, so long. So today's Mindset Monday reads, failure and success are one and the same because failure means that you are one step closer to getting where you want to be. The opposite of failure isn't succeeding. The opposite of failure is never trying, never putting yourself out there, never going after your desires. The opposite of failure is staying right here, love. So often when we have a dream, a big dream that kind of scares and excites us at the same time. We delay because of our fear of failure. The fear that if this thing, this thing that I love so much, if it doesn't happen, I don't know if I'll be able to handle it. 
And it is often this fear of failure, of falling straight on our faces that keeps us right here, right here where we are, which often isn't really the worst place to be, but it's not where we really want to be. We spend so much time avoiding the discomfort of possible failure that we don't realize that we are living in the discomfort of our present lives, right? I always say that there are two sides to this equation, right? There's a discomfort of what's on the other side of possibility, right? The discomfort of failure, the discomfort of uncertainty, all of that. And we think we're avoiding discomfort by not leaping into our dreams, by not doing the thing. But we don't realize we're actually living in discomfort day by day because we're not doing the thing we really want to do, right? That's what I'm saying when I say the opposite of failure is never trying, never putting yourself out there, never going after your desires because that to me, honestly, that is failure. That is failure. The failure of those dreams never being brought into life, never being spoken into existence. And the truth is, is that failure hurts. Failure is very hard. And I will talk more about how we can process that pain of failure. But I want you to think of scientists. And I'm not a scientist. I promise you we're not going to talk about anything sciencey. but just, just go with me here on this metaphor, okay? Okay, all right. So in order for a scientist to find an answer, a solution, a possible cure, they have to conduct hundreds, if not thousands of experiments, right, to find the cure, to find the answer. And what is an experiment, really? It's a failure. It's like a failure after a failure after a failure. But scientists don't call those failures, right? They call those data. Each failed experiment is wisdom and knowledge and insight so that the next time a scientist tries, they do it differently. They do it with more awareness. They do it from a different perspective. And that truly is what our failures are. Failures are data of what worked and what didn't work. Because the truth is you have to fail in order to succeed. I wish there was a way around it. But the path to your dreams, love, is going to be riddled with so much failure. Listen, I have been through so many failures. Like, honestly, this past month, I could, I could list off a lot of different failures. But what I've really come to learn about failure is that it's part of the process of creating what we want to create. Because most of the time, we're not going to get it exactly right that first, second, or third time. And the bigger we dream, the more we dream, the more likely we are to experience failure. But that is no reason to not do the damn thing. What we really have to learn, though, right, is not 
not failing, right? I think that's what most of us are doing. We're trying to not not fail, right? I remember I used to do this all the time as a singer. I'd be like, just get up there and just don't fail. And that's, that's, that would never happen. First of all, that would make me fail even more because all I could think of was just don't fail. But when I would inevitably fail, I was so unkind to myself. I would make that failure the pinnacle of my performance, right? I could have had the most incredible performance of my life, but all I could think of as I was taking my bows was that failure. So what I want to talk to you about is how we can fail better how we can fail more lovingly. So there are four things that I want you to think of when it comes to failure. Number one, failure hurts. It really does. And those things that we really, really want, when we fail on our pathway, on the journey towards them, it really hurts. And we are allowed to have feelings about failure. And I think so often we try to avoid the pain. And it's really about giving yourself time and space to properly feel the feelings. And to not suck it up. Oh, good God, do not suck it up and move on. No, 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 no. Take your time to process those feelings. You know, one thing that we talk about in Buddhism is this concept of the second arrow. And I may have talked about it on the podcast. I'm not sure. Bear with me here. But the idea of the second arrow is that the first arrow, right? The first arrow is the first wound, the wound of failing, the wound of things not working out, the wound of falling flat on your face. That's a painful wound, that first arrow. But the second arrow, is the arrow, the pain that we inflict upon ourselves of shame and judgment, right? We fail and we judge ourselves so hard. We go down that shame spiral. And so what this first step about failing lovingly means is process that first wound. You're allowed to have all the feelings about failure but none of them are about you, right? This is not something personal. This is just something that happened. This is data and it didn't work out the way you wanted to love. And I am sorry, process the feelings, process the hurt, process the sadness. Number two, which is related to number one, do not make your failure part of any story about yourself. We do this so often. We fail and we put it in this like Rolodex, this file that we have with all of our past failures of proof of how we always fail at the things that we want to do, right? But we really have to think, okay, this is just a failure. This has nothing to do with my character, my worth, my intelligence, right? This is something that a lot of us fall into, right? We take the failure and we make it part of something bigger. And sometimes it's not. Actually, it's never part of anything bigger. This just didn't work out. That is it. So really become aware when you're starting to fall into this, this, this trap of making your failure part of a story. All right? 
Number three, fail a whole buttload. Fail a lot. Okay. This does two things. So one, it helps you realize that failure doesn't mean the end of the world, right? You're never going to become desensitized to failure, but you're going to learn that the failure usually isn't as painful as you imagine. And it also shows you that you can figure out a way out of it, right? That you're resilient, that you are strong. And so when you do fail, you know how to take care of yourself and take the next step, right? And when you fail a lot, you also realize you understand that failure just means that you're trying. It means that you're one step closer. And, and this really shifted it for me. Failure means that the next step you take could be the one. Right? A scientist never knows if the next experiment's going to be the one, but you know what? They're going to keep on going because they know that that next one could be it. And the final one, number four of how we can fail more lovingly, fail better, fail kindly, is adopt the mindset that failure just means that something better or more aligned is on its way to you. Because I can tell you with 100% certainty, it is. Now, as an example, I, my gosh, my experience dating in the city of New York, I will tell you, I, I'm not exaggerating here. I dated most of the city within my age range. Like I, most of, I still literally walk down the street and, you know, before the days of quarantine, when everyone was out, I would see at least one guy I dated at least every day. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating here. So, okay. So scientists turn over here, lots of experiments, lots of dates. Okay. But when I was dating, I shifted about two years before I met my husband, I started working with a coach and I adopted all of these things, especially around failure, right? Because that is dating is just one experiment after another. Right. And this mindset of something better is coming for me something more aligned is coming for me. Wow. It carried me through so many broken hearted moments, so many bad dates, so many experiences. Let's just put it at that. Right. And, and my husband is proof of that, that something better or more aligned was on its way to me, you know, and so many times I thought, Oh, this person is it, this person is it. And then it wasn't it. You know, that feeling when you're like, oh, this is it, this is it, this is it, and then it doesn't work out. And you get so crushed because you think, but that was supposed to be the one. But it wasn't the one because something better was on its way to me. Love, the possibility of failure should never be the reason that you hold back on your dreams. Failure is actually how you get to your dreams. So I want to encourage you to go ahead and fail, fail big, but fail kindly until, well, not next week, but until next time, I will talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this week's episode, please share it with a friend, comment, and rate this podcast. Until next week, see you later, love.